0: Today, I don't know, I kind of got obsessed with this, the fact that people know that I am my kid's mom, like, I I couldn't be happier with anything in life. When I showed up for this work, that was one of the harshest realities that I had to sit with was like, I don't exist here. No one knows who I am. No one knows who I am. If you had to pick me out of a lineup as the parent to my children, nobody could have. Nobody. Um, and so this week, (laughs) taking treats out to a story walk, to a bunch of classrooms that are going through that elementary, taking treats out, um... Has been really fun because they're like, What? You're Baylor and Emery's mom. And this is your shot. Like, that's crazy. And I'm just like, You know, that's really powerful because just three years ago, none of those kids would have known me from anybody else. And, you know, I think that's in part the work that I'm doing, but it's also in part. The way that I'm engaging in life is just completely different from how I was just skating through and barely existing before. And it feels really great. Let's go. Welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. And finding that alignment in season four has been very important this is the truth of all the work that the death of a dream becomes and rolling out the first book this season related to that sort of creates this journey and this pathway for people to recover and go after the things that they want in this life it's moving people through this transition of something doesn't feel quite right how do I feel my way back there And I'm excited to be expanding that work in season four and to even be still showing up for what will be the death of a dream and all the beautiful things that we do to change the world together. We've gone through some crazy seasons. We've gone through some more quiet and reserved seasons, seasons of attack and... We're finally experiencing the first season of alignment and building. We have found a foundation, and I am very excited to be building right along with all of you. Hey-ho! Welcome to the death of a dream podcast where we do dreams we're not gonna do anything else we're gonna keep doing our dreams till we fail and then we're gonna get back up again and do them anyways because we refuse to keep going we refuse to acknowledge that the life that we want the one that we see isn't already ours And the biggest part of that is believing that narrative, (laughs) believing what I just told you. And not because I just told you, because you truly believe, right? Credence, the mental acceptance as real and true. And the moment that I really believed, like really, really, was when everything changed you know there was still a voice that was sort of underlyingly dragging me towards decisions that did not align with actually believing that i was capable and i feel like coming out a little bit more each day and if it's a lot i feel like i'm at about 15% maybe 20 so gear up if you think it's a lot, might be time to tune out of this show because it's not going to be less. <laughs> not going to be less. <laughs> so my great thing um, from yesterday was that I cleaned my office. Now, this was something that had to be done because why, Hannah? Why did it have to be done? Um, Because last year yesterday, was the first walk around that I did with my family of the space that local shop is now in. And I remember walking through it and it was like a misery of dark brown and baby blue color combination that still doesn't make any sense to me. Um, But it made sense to someone. Uh, It did did not not Listen, maybe under the right lighting, maybe in the right environment, but under fluorescent lighting, baby blue and brown is quite possibly the worst combination that I could ever imagine. Um, Anyways, we toured that and I'm certain that my husband was muttering things like, what the, f- what did you get into? Right? And I'm standing there just wide-eyed and in awe that we are doing this that this is our space that I don't know what this is going to be yet but this is where it's going to be and you know my husband's walking through and he's like oh my gosh seeing the blue and the brown and the the floor and the pipes sticking out of the ground and the holes everywhere and just going, I don't see what you see, but you've gone insane and I support you (laughs) and your insanity. Thank you. Um, and so I had to clean up my office so that I could get a nice roll around of what that space has transformed to in just a year, you know? And when I really play out the timeline, I'm like, man, life is crazy. Life is crazy. And earlier this week, I got to present on the concept of local on a stage and I'm just like, man, you know, what is this world? What is this life? How does this happen? How do you go from being nowhere to being everywhere? How? And, um, yeah, it was just a really cool video to capture because, yes, I needed to clean my office anyways. um, But to, like, see the warmth and love and light that's in that space to know that this is a space where I get to exist every day and I feel um I feel the entrepreneurs in that space I meet with them in that space like this is our space this is our community space this is this is our shop you know and it's just a energetically a line space for me, and it's so beautiful. And what I will say <laughs> is that my office could definitely use some um, TLC, um, but there's not really money in the budget for that right now. And it's not a huge deal. This is this is where I get to exist. And if this is where I get to exist, whether that happens in my office or that happens out in the shop, like I really don't care i think it's the most wonderful space i could have ever imagined in my mind and especially looking at what it looked like before um it's just like beyond beyond i can't i can't even no nope. can't can't even if i want to shock shock and all um so there are little things that we could probably do to freshen up that space but You know right now it's just it's wonderful it's clean it's inviting and lovely in a way that i i can't even say that i could have imagined i knew that there was possibility in this space i knew that if i got a chance i could make it happen but i did not um envision what we've created now and, um, yeah, I blown away every single day. I can't believe that this is my life that I just, I write and I create and I expand and celebrate and encourage people like that's my job. What? I get to come up with ideas that I don't have to pass over to some c suiteed suit to present on my behalf. I'm important enough to present on ideas. I I get to do that and I get to grant opportunities to people I believe in. And it's just this really powerful, wonderful thing. And I don't know that I can, uh, I don't know. I don't know that I can keep imagining more. I think, you know, this is where it goes and this is what I do and I can make that a reality. I'm excited to do that. So that, that really is my great thing. I feel blessed every day to be here to actually be in my life because I Really wasn't um, for a very long time. And I feel myself in this new world. And I love the way that it's responding to me. You know, (laughs) I'm, as I walked through, I'm sure I just had a smile on my face the whole time. For no good reason, because that space had a long way to go. And I had no idea how we were going to fund that remodel. Um, But I knew somehow it was all just going to fall into place. And if it did, then, you know, like, what, what, what else? is supposed to happen from here. And I feel like everything has fallen into place. And so I'm just, I know that I was smiling when I was recording that video because I could feel the potential just gushing through that space. And even though at that point I had no idea how we were gonna make this all happen, I knew that if this happened, the next door could open. And so walking through a month ago yesterday, um, my shop space and feeling and seeing the comparison of what it is now, um, was just a really powerful moment yesterday for me. And, um, just feeling blessed and grateful every day that I'm here and doing this and making this all happen. Yeah, I don't, it's crazy. Okay. So that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. And this is where I want to continue expanding, right? We've been talking a lot about life values and what's important. And what was important to me was like after COVID, I realized I really didn't know anyone. I was definitely the parent who would like Send donuts to the the care staff at my kids' daycare center. Bring extra treats on holidays because I appreciated them. Because guess what? They were the ones raising my children. I really didn't have much of a part in it, um, other than bedtime and bath, and sometimes supper. Um, <laughs> but they were doing the heavy lifting, and so guess what? I could. Spoil them with treats from time to time to show my appreciation. And after COVID, I began to realize that, like, I don't know any of my kids' friends. I don't know any parents. I don't know anybody. Like, it's just us. We're kind of on an island. I don't. I'm not anybody, right? And more importantly, like, I don't know anything. And if a parent tried to talk to me, I would just keep myself on an island because I don't know you. And even if I knew you, I don't have time to get to know you. So what is the point of us talking? So I would just kind of exist in the background, try not to to be anything, try not to be important, just like exist, get my kid from A to B and go home. And that was the route that really was the route that we took every day. Like get in, get out, get everything done, go to bed, get in, get out, get everything done, go to bed, get in, get out, get everything done, go to bed. And there wasn't really room for anything extra. There wasn't any point in it anyways. So we just sort of stayed in that cycle. There was no time for anything extra. Everything had to operate in these very specific timelines. And that meant that we didn't really exist in an important way to anybody. We just sort of lived. And that was it. Yay. <laughs> and now I feel like I had that conversation after COVID of like, I want to exist. You know, I want to be in photos and I want my kids to know who I am. And I want my kids' friends. Like, I want to have that house. And guess how you don't get that house? Uh, By just going through the motions and not knowing anybody. Like, there was no way for me to engage the way that I was living my life. Because I was never present. I was never anywhere. I was always running to the next thing. And participation in groups or whatever I was probably going to do next, as my boss would tell me, well, you just got to fill your bucket, try to volunteer more. Um, Participation in those groups would have looked exactly the same. I would have just added to my list, therefore added to my stress, therefore added to my lack of presence in life. And after 2020, I really sat down. And I'm like, no, I, I do want to exist. I do want my kids, friends to know who I am. I do want my community to know who I am and what I do. I do want to exist even as dangerous as that sounds. Because let me tell you. The way that I was living before was very safe. Nobody knew. Nobody cared. And it worked. It worked just fine. Get in, get out, go on. And I just I wanted, I wanted people to know. And to like know who my kids were, and to find that important, you know? And to find the fact that I'm these girls' moms, to find that important. And so I got to start showing up more. I got to help out with things that I get excited about, I got to coach and I got to, um, help. And now I get to do even more of that. Like I get to go into the schools and I get to pass out treats when the school classes come by for a a story walk that's happening in our town and, and kids excitedly proclaim, you're Emory and Baylor's mom. And you own this shop? That's so cool. Like, yeah, but you know what's really cool? Last year, if I was walking through town, and maybe last year, I started kind of being important because I had ran some volleyball stuff. But last year, the year before, three years ago, you couldn't have picked me Out of a lineup. There wasn't probably a kid, maybe outside of one, that would have recognized who I was because I was a flash. Okay. I was always sprinting into everything last minute. I was always leaving a little bit early. There was No way. Always sitting in the back because we were certain that we would need to exit. I wasn't there. I wasn't there for conversation. I wasn't there to exist. I wasn't there to be present. If I was there, I was on my phone planning for the next thing and making sure that I was ready for tomorrow or next week or whatever. I wasn't there. It wasn't possible. And now i am places and and not just there like i'm there connecting with people talking to people i i am someone i am someone who's making a difference and i think that's one of the things like my inability to make contact with anyone really had very little to do with whether or not I had time. It was whether or not I was present. Like we do have a choice to shift out of reality. To decide to engage in our surroundings, or constantly be looking for a way out. And when we are looking for a way out, guess what is not important? Being important. Right where you are. Yeah. It's not important. Doesn't matter, because you're probably going to be gone in a year. So, why make friends? Why not just keep running and gunning? Well, let's slow down a little bit. Let's really think about what is important. That person that didn't know her kids' friends, that didn't know anybody, didn't know any teachers, didn't know anybody in the community, just sort of shifted in and out, left most of life unlived. That person. She didn't know what mattered to her. What mattered was if she was going to be able to um, post something she bought or some line of success that was going to communicate that she was more important more accomplished, and more successful than most. And I was also sort of hyper obsessed with my kids being the most amazing thing that has ever walked this planet. Now, they actually are, come to find out. But (laughs) I feel like I was pushing them to be successful on my behalf, because I knew that my wins were short-lived and rather unimportant. And if I could make or force them to be successful, then I would be important. Like if they got that scholarship... I sacrificed so much to get it for them. I coached them all the time. I was the one who made that happen for them. I put them in all the things and forced them to suffer from the same workaholic mentality that has penalized and put me in the box that I was living in. But let's go ahead and push them down that same path. Not that I'm happy, just that if they accomplish something then I won't feel so bad about my lack of accomplishing anything that's meaningful to me. And whoa, that was harsh. And I am not sorry, but that is my truth. That may not be yours, but I will say if it made your stomach hurt a little bit, um, might be time to look inward and realize that kids should be kids. That is such a hard thing to balance. Um, That is something that I find very important. I also, my husband and I, believe in the importance of range. And I love where we're at in life right now because it's this really healthy space of realizing that there's so much more in life than committing to one thing as the be-all thing you know like the beauty of the evolution of a human being and the importance of them finding themselves in different situations and different ways of being right school and activities and trying new things and Persistence and consistency and resilience and all the things. And creating a healthy relationship for them and understanding that this is a game. That our job here is to experiment with as many things as you feel excited about. And find a couple that spark you that make you feel like your truest self and do those things and do all the things and our job now right? And this is a very different direction than how we started our parenting life. Because in the beginning, our job was to celebrate and make sure that everyone knew that this being and the other being that we have created are the most amazing beings in this world. And they can never lose because they are more amazing than anyone. And if we find one thing that they seem to be better at than everyone else, we will push them directly into that highlight and promote their success over anyone else's, not enjoy the ride, just enjoy the push and push and push and push and probably burn out and hate where their parents pushed them because it was for the parent and not the kid. And that was a track we were certainly on. No question. And now it's sort of hard to even participate in other things because of how destructive the environment is with people who believe that that's the right path and that that's the path that everyone needs to follow to experience success. And, you know, I think finding things that align with where you want to go is really important for your kids. But also, that's just their journey. You know, like, if that's what's important to you, and your kid enjoys and appreciates that, then like, go. Great. Do it. And if it's not, and you believe in the things that that we believe in, the balance, the range, the importance of, of kids still having time to have slumber parties and go to different things and like be able to have time to make friendships with these lifelong friends that they're growing up with. Like that's a really important component and do all the other things, but like be able to do it all, try it all enjoy the the journey and not have these things that like suck the life out of you and your kids experience you know and i um i just feel really grateful that we're in this place where we not only value the the bigger experiences but we also value and treasure these little things and the importance of relationships and existing in the place that we're in and finding ways to make impact right here versus dreaming outside of this space and not allowing us to be here and find value in this small, primitive, rural experience like this is a really great experience. And it is a really great way to raise kids. And we do get to slow down and experience more here. And, (laughs) you know, there are more opportunities for kids here because we don't have as many. And you're going to have to be on every sports team possible if you have some inkling of athleticism, because if you don't go out, they might not make a full team. (laughs) And if you don't find a way to impact the team, and this is what's been a really important perspective shift for us. It's like, There are opportunities and sports that you are not going to be the star. And there are others where that might be your role. And having every role on a team is important. And maybe you're not the one that scores 40 points a night. And maybe that's a really important role for you to play in life, too. And maybe it's more important that you understand what it's like to not only be the star, but to also be a quiet, consistent contributor. Because guess what happens in life? We're both things all the time, right? There are moments where it's really important to be the quiet, consistent contributor. And there are moments where it's really important that you shine and you understand how to lead and hold the microphone and perform all throughout life. And so for us, we find it most important to make sure that our kids are experiencing not only a range of activities, but a range of experiences. Right? Experiences where they aren't standing out. Experiences where they have to push themselves to rise to the top. Experiences where we aren't stepping in and changing things for them. They are showing up and, and making people make those decisions. Experiences where they understand that life comes first and experiences where <laughs> they get to grow and we get to watch, help, and Not over-dominate that experience because there's an expectation that we have. Their expectations are driving and that drives their experience. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you support any creative that is doing work. And that's simple. Just comment, like, share, review things for them so they keep bringing their art into this world, changing it and making it a more beautiful place. You can do that with all of this work here. Feel free, share, review. I write and post every weekday just to help expand my own light in hopes that it helps expand others. And you can find me at hannahness.channel on all socials. Help follow and share and expand this work. And you can find all of my offerings and products at hannahness.channel as well. Change the world.